Hey everybody, welcome to It's Real with Jordan and Demi. You just have me today. I'm sorry, Demi is out on a shoot. But we've got a big show today. We've actually got two big shows coming up this week. Today we've got Peyton Moore-Meyer, who rose from TikTok fame to now he is forging his own path as a singer-songwriter and whole all-around entertainer. Uh, tomorrow we've got uh, Richard Marks. Yes, the legendary Richard Marks the guy who sang all those songs that you've heard at weddings. So we'll have a, a young guy and a guy who's been around for a while. So that's cool. You know what we, we haven't done on It's Real with Jordan Demi is you haven't met our lovely producer, Hope. So Hope is shaking her head. But Hope, why don't you introduce yourself? Come on out. And yourself, Hope. Hello. How are you doing, Hope? I'm Hope good. does all the graphics uh, for the show. And she also... Uh, uh, informs me and Demi on any little tidbits, info uh, about the guests that are coming out. Um, so we really appreciate you uh, being with us and really, really steering the ship on this. Absolutely. So thank it's you so much for that. To be on. <laughs> so now that we've introduced Hope, you know who Hope is. She's the one behind the scenes. Let's bring out the guest for today, ladies and gentlemen, Peyton Moormeyer, everybody. Yo. Peyton, what's going on, dude? What's up, man? I've got a, a light leak in my curtain. The wind is blowing, man. It's like summertime. Wow. Summertime in New York. Yeah, bro. That's amazing. It's amazing. Now you're you're on you're a West Coast person, right? I'm from North Carolina, but yeah. But you're moved. in you're in LA now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so it's always summer there, basically. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been really cold, but yesterday it was like 80 something. So it was nice. It was nice. Oh, close enough. Close enough. That's yeah. good. That's good. So, man, um, what have you been up to? You've got the dope headphones on. Thank you. Like you got you got the headphones like I'm recording some serious shit right now. Uh, <laughs> so so what have you been up to? Bro, I just been making uh making a lot of music, um, vibing out really. I just had a bunch of homies come through to LA, so just chilling really nice nice now your latest single 3am it's been out uh, i guess about three weeks now um yes. and oh i'm gonna shut my window there we go okay oh, single's been about three weeks now and uh it's doing really well on streaming um and it's really kind of a, like a heartfelt tearjerker of a song tell us about the origin of this single and why you decided to kind of put yourself out there emotionally right yeah um well, 3 a.m. came from a situation where I was just like, you know, up late at night overthinking. Um, I was in a relationship at the time. Uh, and yeah, it was basically just like I had all these thoughts in my head about the relationship, everything like that, you know, just normal stuff that people think about. Um, but every time I brought something up, it was just like, nah, don't don't worry about it. It's overthinking. That's not that wouldn't happen, you know. Um, and then, you know, everything happened. And uh, so. I was just like sitting there like, dang, you know, um, and then 3am became kind of like this whole like vibe for me, you know, like I'm, I'm just by myself chilling right now. You know, I really don't got nobody right now. It's just me. So yeah, that's like, that's, that's the situation. That's where 3am came from. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you say that you don't have anybody because when I wanted to do one of those like games they do on, on internet shows where they fill in the blanks on Google searches, you know, is Peyton Moormeyer, blah, 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 or whatever, you know? Right. And when I did is Peyton Moormeyer, the autofill was, is Peyton Moormeyer dating this person? Is Peyton Moormeyer single? It's all about your love life. Yeah. So my question to you is, how do you feel about 
so many people caring about who you're dating and if you're single or not? Honestly, um, I mean, it's it's like it's great that people want to keep up with my life, but um, I think it actually plays a very bad part in all of my relationships because um, I built this fan base that loves me to death and I love them to death. Wouldn't do anything to make them mad. But sometimes I get a girlfriend they don't like and, you know, they don't hold back. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, so it's just like, you know, I'm sitting there like, guys, like, let's be nice, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, it's interesting. Well, but, you know, you're, you're in a long line of teen idols that people want to know about their personal lives, you know, be, you know, you're, you're following in the footsteps of Nick Jonas and Justin Timberlake and, and all those guys. So it's gotta be kind of flattering that at least you're well-known enough that people do care. You know, it's kind of a weird yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, pros and cons kind of thing. 100%. Yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, like I said, wouldn't trade anything for the world, but um, yeah, just sometimes, you know, people don't like to keep their opinions to themselves. So I, I like that little subtle shout out to the haters, like little, like, <laughs> you know. yeah, nice, nice. Um, now, 3M is your latest song, but you obviously have a few other singles out, not a, not a huge ton. How do you feel like you're finding now you came from the TikTok world? Every, everyone knows that you, you know, you rose to TikTok fame and, mm -hmm. and that's how you kind of got yourself out there. But I feel like you're probably right in the middle of a transition where you want to be taken more seriously as a musician. So how do you feel that transition is going? How do you feel like that kind of Peyton 2.0 is going right now? Um, you know, it's, it's always a ride. And I feel like no matter what I do, you know, people are still going to see me as, you know, just a, a kid making TikToks. Um, but you know, I've been into music. I've been playing guitar since I was nine and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and like my main goal is just to, you know, even if my career doesn't work out, I just want to make music. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's producing for people or anything like that. That's so right. Like my main goal right now is just like to get people on this wave. Like, yo, you can hate my music. You know what I'm saying? But like, just wait, I'm going to be producing. I'm going to be writing people with songs. I'm going to be doing this. You know, uh, that's the goal right now. So just making it like, even if my music fails, you know, it's just like, I, I want to do something in the music industry and I don't want it to be like, you know, just like my music. And if my music doesn't work out, I'm out of here type thing. You know, it's um, cool to be, it's good to be diversified, you know, keep everything diversified. And right. try different kinds of genres, try different kinds of songs, you know, fast songs, slow songs. And you've kind of got a mixed bag of different kinds of songs that are out there mm -hmm. for people to listen to. Um, now, I know I noticed that uh, you now go by Peyton. You, I know that you're Peyton Mormeyer, but as a performer, you prefer Peyton by itself. Mm -hmm. What's behind the decision to go with that moniker for your performance name? Um. Well, I mean, it just kind of happened. I was just like, yeah, Peyton. Like, that's, I just like the one simple, like, you know, I, I really just love simple things, you know, something that's just easy to to take in. Um, but another reason, too, is um, you said my last name perfect. Um, everybody, like, and it's it's just like, it's a thing. I don't get mad by it, but everybody just says it wrong. And, like, they feel super bad about it. So I was like, it'd just be so much easier to go by Peyton, you know? Hey, I feel like, that. I feel that. And yeah. and to be fair, Mormeyer, Peyton Mormeyer, you, you sounds like a writer. Like I would read a book written by someone named Peyton Mormeyer, but it doesn't really have a rock star zing to it. So right, right, I got right, you right. on that. I got you on that. I was curious to know 
you know, I've seen you in some classic rock t-shirts in the press shot we used. You've got the Kiss shirt on. I've seen you in a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, are you really into classic rock or do you just like the fashion style? Do you just like the, the logos? No, I actually do um, love a lot of like classic rock and like just older, like alternative stuff. Um, but the shame is that like, I love my Kiss shirt, but I couldn't tell you one Kiss song. Like that's, that, I don't know the name of that, but. You know um, what, You're a, that's that's one band where you kind of get a pass on that because Kiss was so much about the aesthetics. Right. right almost right, more yeah. so than the, uh, you know, they're the yeah. ones who put out sh- bed sheets and lunch boxes and figurines and stuff. So, you know. Right. Yeah, they weren't no. they weren't trying to be artistic, uh, you know. So right. yeah, but man, Metallica is what actually like got me started playing guitar. Like Enter Sandman was the first song that I learned on guitar. Uh, that was going to be one of my questions. Was was so you went straight for the metal like right out of the gates? Oh yeah, I wanted an electric guitar, and I just I wanted to play Metallica. That's what. And I so wanted to do. yeah, Enter Sandman or uh, Green Day, uh, Jaded Brain Stew. Everyone does that. Da 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 da. No, yeah, totally. Which I'm sure that was also in your repertoire when you were young. Actually, it wasn't. Um, oh. I, I went from there to, to fade to black, and and uh, then I think I did I think I did TNT, ACDC. That was like my three like little oh, and smoke on the water. But everybody mm. knows smoke on the water. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's like automatic. I feel like yeah. even if you don't know how to play guitar, I could pick up a guitar right now and just go dat dat dat. Yeah, those are those are my three rotation for my electric guitar back then. That was my totally totally. I know that you're, you're doing a tour this summer, correct? Yes. And it's called the boys of summer tour. And who else is going to be on there with you? Who, what, who else is on the bill? Do you know? Um, I think there's like a good amount of people. Um, one of my boys, Dylan Hartman's on it. Um, I'd have to look back at like the whole lineup right now. I can't remember everybody. No, right now we want the whole thing for memory. Go. Okay. Um, <laughs> just yeah. make, make up names, start making up names. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but it, there's, there's definitely a handful of people on there. So it's going to be really cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's going to be tight. Um, I think it starts mid July, early July goes into Is this August. your first tour as a musician? Yeah. This first, is my like, first big tour. Yeah, this is my first time that I'm going out and like performing and stuff and um, traveling and just, you know, me and my guitar doing all that. So now you are 17 still. Yes. So will how will you stay out of trouble? Just, you know, um, you see, you see, you, you mentioned before that you're like a good kid. You don't you you're not much of a troublemaker in general, are you? No, nah, I don't. I don't really like to go out and like party and do all that. Like, yeah. I, I do every once in a while. Like I feel like everyone has to. That's like a that's like a thing that helps you grow as a sure, person. Sure. I think. Um and you know, I just but it's just not my scene. Like I love to play like Rocket League and sit inside and just, you know, relax, have a couple of friends over. But yeah, no, I'm not really like the guy who's gonna be on tour like, yeah, new city, let's go party, let's go to a club, you know, and like that whole thing. Not me. However, when you do turn 18, is there gonna be some ink in your future? Oh yes. Oh, that's that's what do you like, got in mind, Peyton? Hit us. I don't know. I want to sleep really bad. I don't know what it's gonna consist of yet, but I want to sleep. I've got like this little tattoo to match my mom right here. Oh, your um, mom has the same tattoo? Yeah, not in the same spot on her foot. Um oh, but yeah, cute. I got I got that. Um, but I just want to sleep. Um, but I'm trying to like gain like a bunch of like muscle right now so I can like look like you know crazy. How do you about, feel about people calling you Pepe? Everyone does it. I don't know where it came from. Like I, I don't. 
everybody does it. Like my family does it now, everybody on social media, but I, it just happened. Um, but I, I mean, I don't mind it. It's just like, I would say it's cool now. It's won't be as cool when you turn 30. Yeah, no, that's, <clears throat> that's, that's a fact. Yeah. I'm expecting when you turn 30, you got like the ink, like from the neck down, just like, you know, yeah, yeah, no, the big I like David Beckham chest piece. Yeah. yeah, like I want like the crazy like thing on the back, you know, like crazy little back piece, some neck. Yeah, down, and know. also comes handy if you ever become an MMA fighter. It also looks exactly. really cool. Exactly, that would be a second profession. That would be crazy. Are you into sports at all? Do you dig sports at all? Yeah, I played baseball for six years. I was a baseball guy myself. Yeah. So, uh, what'd you play? What position you play? I was a catcher. Oh, that's like that's tough. Yeah. Glad you quit now because you you get got to save your knees because catchers I, have uh, terrible knees. Actually, why I quit when I was thirteen, oh. I got yeah tendonitis in both my knees and brutal. Just, um, yeah, because because all that I was catching for like six seven years straight. I just loved it. Yeah. So. Well, it's a good thing you can sing and play guitar. That's yes. Yeah. 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 So normally Peyton Demi plays this little rapid fire game with our guests where she asks them rapid fire questions and it's not going to be as fun with me because I'm just not as fun as Demi, but <clears throat> we're still going to do this. So perfect. Um, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. You give me the quickest answer that you can think of. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I'm ready. So what is your dream car? Uh, Mark four Supra. Nice. Burritos or tacos? Tacos. Hard shell. Okay. Hard shell. Oh, I like the specificity. That's nice. Yeah. Would you rather be invisible or able to fly? Ooh, fly. Easy. Okay. Yeah. And would you rather collaborate with Post Malone or Machine Gun Kelly? Post Malone. And if you had to join, if you were joining your friend's band, would you rather play drums or bass? Bass. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And is Friends a cool show you would want to watch or something dumb your parents were into? Um, I, I feel like it'd be a cool show I'd want to watch. I like those little like sitcoms, kind of like, you know. Do you like night? Are you like a 90s? Do you like 90s stuff? I like, I don't know if this was made in the 90s, but that 70s show, I really like it was that. It that late 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I really yeah. love that 70s show. It's like, kind of a weird, isn't that a weird kind of meta like thing that like the show from the 90s that's about the 70s that you're watching right. in the 2020s, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, completely weird. Yeah. So are you, uh, are you, uh, what's your streaming habits? Are you sit for seven, eight hours at a time? Or are you one episode and go do something else? It depends on the time. If it's like nighttime, then like I'll stay up all night watching Netflix. But if it's like, you know, in the evening, I can only do like half an episode before I'm like on my phone bored of the show ready to do something else. I feel that. I feel that yeah. I, I can do half hour shows. Yeah. Like three at a time, anything beyond that. It's like, you know, it's a little tough. It's a little tough. It's a little tough. What are you watching right now? Like what's on your, your queue? I just finished the show. Actually. Um, I find these like shows that I just like am obsessed with. Um, right now it's the circle. It's this like competition show. Um, and isn't that a little too close to home for you being the world where you're from? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of, yeah, it's, mm. it's kind of funny to see these people like act the way they do and stuff. Like, and you can see them like talking on the thing and then they're like acting a completely different way in person. It's like, wow, like this is like deep, um, that, but then the show called Jenny in Georgia, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I love it. I want season two right now cool that's a good i don't know jenny in georgia so i appreciate the recommendation you should you should really check it out speaking of you know the circle and and that whole influencer world when when you think about starting a tiktok starting on tiktok 
and where it is now. How do you feel about TikTok now versus how you felt about it two years ago? Um, when like, I feel like two years ago is like when TikTok was like first like happening, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it was definitely like strange because, you know, musically was the big thing. And then it was like, here's a new thing, you know, and nobody was like, it was just weird, you know, like, what's this? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. But then honestly, right now, I think TikTok is like the best way to grow anything absolutely well, the, the algorithm so much more democratic than instagram or facebook or whatever yeah and also like, facebook is for people not 17 years old so right right i mean you'd be surprised i still have to pay attention to facebook a lot more oh than... well pay you have to pay attention to facebook because facebook is connected to instagram and and if you've noticed they've been subtly like like meshing the two platforms so at some point in the near future facebook and instagram will be the same thing exact same thing yeah um yeah. probably the same app yeah, that's um, what I mean. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you can, I think, the DMs are now like in the same thing. Yeah, it's DM all across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that. I was scrolling through my DMs, and it was like from Facebook, and it took me to their Facebook page, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm curious. When did you know that like TikTok was something that could be a big thing for you? Like, what was your moment? What was was there a particular? post or a, a thing that you did that was like here i am this is my deal right um i had made like three videos and they're just like comedy videos like it was it was just me messing around um mm -hmm. and like i i woke up the next day and one of them was at like 300k likes which was crazy for me because at the time i had like 300k followers so it was like you know that was that was like the same amount of likes those followers at it was crazy right um right. and then the next day same thing happened you know i posted a video and it just did the same thing and i was like i'm not even doing anything here like i think one of the videos i like it was like a whole trend this girl was doing something and like people would duet it and like do something funny on the other side like it was her and that's what i did um but yeah it, it was it was just like that those videos started going up and i was like oh whoa like i'm getting like a million views on this this is crazy and did you go with it? Well, let me back up to once this happened, because you were how old? 14, 15 or something like that. Yeah. like around So there. what did your parents think about all this attention suddenly that you were getting? Um, well, so my mom had always like, it, it's, it's like just like my mom raised me and stuff. Um, so like she had always known I was like doing social media stuff. Um, but I wasn't like I never gained traction fast. Like on Musical.ly, it was really slow. So like, you know, I was like, yo, like I'm doing this, whatever. Um, and she kind of like, she was like, oh, cool. This is, this is dope, you know, but she didn't like take it serious. Um, and then I started like actually like bringing in money off of it. And she was like, okay, something's not right. This is a free app. You're getting paid. What's going on, you know? Um, and then like once, you know, more things happen, like I got connected with a manager and stuff like this and more conversations happened. Like she kind of like understood like, not the whole front of social media, but like the behind the scenes of everything that there's actually like, there's actually like work involved with this and that there's stuff I can do to like brand myself and stuff like that. So she definitely like caught on to it, you know? That's cool. That you had the support for sure. For yeah, sure. 1000%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you've been going from influencer to real musician with real singles and doing real songs, with real people, do you feel yourself 
where TikTok has become more of an obligation or do you still enjoy it? I definitely still enjoy it. Um, I just don't find myself on there like posting four times a day anymore. You know, like I look back and then I like looked at my TikTok today and I was like, dude, I haven't posted in like four days. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's like, it's kind of harder to keep up with now just because I'm doing so many, like it used to be that like social media was like the whole focus, you know, like right. this is, this is what we're doing. But like now I'm like out and, you know, I'm going to studio sessions for six hours and I'm like doing all this. Co-writing. Like, You've been doing some co-writing with people and. I mean, I, I was um, like last time I was out in LA before I moved here, but I, I, I haven't gotten in and written with like another artist um, since I've been out here. Um, but yeah, it, it it's just like, I don't know, the time slowly slips away from you and you're like, what's, what's, what's going on now? As uh, your style, you, you've kind of in that genreless area where it's sort of rock, sort of R&B, sort of hip hop. I think of people like, you know, Juice World and Post Malone, we mentioned before. Can we expect some music in the future? Like do something that's like really like more in the rock area or more in the hip hop area versus kind of in the middle. Do you want to see yourself going in one of those two directions at some point? Um, I definitely like for sure want to explore more into like a little more rock. Um, I, I've been kind of like that's that's been a battle is like finding where I'm going to stay and like, you know, what place I'm going to call home and like the whole genre world of everything. Um, because, you know, even on my laptop, like the music I'm just like producing and making and the beats and stuff like one day it'll be R&B. The other day it'll be like punk pop you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like or pop punk it's got to be a fun place to be in to be in that kind of you're in that world now where you could really do anything yeah i mean there's no like there's there's really no rules about like what i have to do genre wise or anything like that um and like that that was like a big thing like when i was looking like when i was talking to labels and stuff like that it was just like well what genre you know it's like, I can't tell you. I can't give you an answer. Like I, I don't even personally know. Suits so. love to have like finite, specific things they can wrap their head around how to market, you know? So right. you've got a whole lifetime of that to look forward to. Right. Do you like collaborating or do you like going solo when it comes to songwriting? Um, collaborating is cool. I love it. Um, but I just like it when it's natural and it's not like, you know, a whole manufactured thing because like to even write a song like for me that I like connect to and that like I actually would want to because I can go in the session, you know what I'm saying, write a song and like record it. But it's like I'm not going to have any like there's no value to that song to me. I'm not going to go back and like spend an hour recording drums on this if like, you know what I'm saying? There's no feeling there. So yeah. like it's just like I got to find that person that that that's sitting in the vibe with me that I'll sit there and like watch Netflix for an hour and laugh. And then we're like, you know what? This is a good idea for a song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely got to be like, like that for sure. But yeah, no, I love collaboration. It's cool. Or maybe some uh, guest verses. You get like somebody to do a guest right. verse. Tomorrow. Dude, that would be amazing. I, I just want to hear like how other people would approach like a song that, that I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel when you make a beat, when you make a song, do you feel a personal connection to it? Like, could you, you mentioned that you want to produce but was it hard? Like if you, if you made like a dope beat, would it be hard to give it to someone else to use for their own song? You know, I've actually like, I was working on like this song, like we were just messing around me and my buddy one day. And like, I'd found myself doing something like that where like I had made this beat 
and I was sitting there and like I was like questioning like these verses not like verses but like we were just writing random stuff to it um and I was like ah like I don't know if that's right and everything but then I was like yo I'm like totally like protecting this beat right now you know what I'm saying like I need to like take a step back and like let these ideas come through because like you know when that happens it's like it feels like your project you know what I'm saying like you have an image you have an image for it so it's like I don't know but but I don't I mean I feel like if it if I made it and just was like you know sent it off before I did anything to it like vocals or anything it'd be fine you know now how much do you care about um how much pay? How much do you pay attention to streaming numbers? Do you like check that every day? Do you like just let it happen the way it happens? Like, how much do you let that stress you out? Um, I mean, the first like two songs, I was on that Spotify for artists every single day when it was like refreshing. Uh, when it because like for the first seven days, it like is um like real time, right? Right, right, right. Uh, um, but slowly, like for Nevermind, which was the single before three a.m. And 3 a.m. like 3 a.m. I checked the streams like four days ago, and that was the first time I checked like Spotify numbers. Um, but because like I found myself with uh, Hard to Breathe was like the third single I released that like I would focus so much on like pushing it, trying to like be like run it up as much as you can that like it would just be over on my Instagram. Like, well, it's strange because you can literally like push the number yourself because you can like do TikToks about your single out and kind of right. push it that way. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, for, for love letter, we spent me and the team spent, it was the first song we spent $0 in marketing, like no money was spent. And that that's almost at 10 mil right now. Like that's like my highest stream. Um, so that was, that was dope. Well, that goes to show you like the quality of the song, you know? Right, right, right. That's true. yeah. And that's my advice to you as someone who has interviewed, hundreds of artists over the last decade or so Mm -hmm. the biggest regret i come across is someone who makes a song that gets popular but they don't like the song so is it hard to like do you feel like you enjoy all the songs that you put out or have you put out a song you don't have to name it but put out a song where you're like this song is gonna get a lot of gonna a lot of streams even though i'm not crazy about it um there actually there isn't a song on my Spotify right now that I haven't like been down for. There's one song on there right now that, you know, if I had like if I had just my way in a perfect world of just like everything, and it's not that I don't have my way. I do have my way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like um just you could do things without, you know, repercussion, then I would one hundred percent take the song off my Spotify. But um yeah it's just it's i mean there's just like i'm dealing with that with unreleased music right now like there's a song that i really just don't like like i can't get behind it um and and that'll be your biggest hit and you'll have to play it you know 100 times a year for the rest of your life so everybody loves it and like i don't like i really just can't can't get behind it um but everybody else does so we have to see we have to see how that goes yeah, um, you mentioned you know you're on this tour this summer, and we actually have a, a viewer viewer comment. Um, would you make one? Would you tour Europe? Would you want to tour Europe? Is basically what they're asking there. I would love to tour Europe. I just don't have a passport. That's been like the only reason I haven't. And Portugal, gone, the viewers from Portugal, so Portugal would be dope Portugal too, would yeah. be sick. Portugal and yeah. Spain. Yeah, that would be so amazing, dude. Yeah, so do cool. yeah, because um, the reason I asked about the tour is that. 
you haven't been able to like do these for a live huge audience because you kind of made your your music boom came during quarantine or at least yeah. like the majority of it. So does it it feels must be I think it'd be kind of strange to have this song you probably the first time you perform one of your songs like 3 a.m. Um, in front of people, they're going to sing it back to you. And it'll be so weird, I think, right. to hear this song being sung back to you that to you, you've never played it for people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. Um, Cause I did, I did like a performance like a week ago or two, but that, obviously that was like, it, it was like a shared performance, but it was just live stream. Like I had to like get into the live stream and perform on there. So like, obviously there was no audience or anything like that. Um, it's good practice yeah. though. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it got me like feeling a lot more confident for like everything and like just just feeling a little more prepared. But um, I'm so ready to just feel like the energy, like get out on that stage and like have the adrenaline go and everything, just the whole, all of it. You could have a multitude of different instrument setups when you play live because of the type of music you do. So how live is your live band? Do you have real guitar based drums or do you, or do you just play with a DJ kind of situation? Like what's your live setup like? Well, I wanted to do a live band with this tour, um, but it would have just been like, I mean, to be real, it just would have been like super expensive. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay those guys. Yeah, you really do. And like that's hotel rooms for everybody and everything like that. Yeah. So like, I think this tour, I'm either just going to do me and an acoustic on some songs and the rest I'll, you know, have playback tracks. And like, can you, we'll can you do the, the, you do the acoustic guitar by yourself, like on the stool kind of deal? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just Yo, really, really you want to get some, some ladies looking your way. That wow. is the method, my friend. That is actually the reason I started playing acoustic guitar from electric. Hey, I love that you admit that. I love yeah. that you admit that because most guys are like, yeah, it's not, it's nice, you know, but no, no, there are was... dudes and you probably know these dudes who have an acoustic guitar in the corner of the room. They never play. You know, those just dudes. sitting there and it's like a thousand dollar guitar too. It's like yeah. some crazy acoustic guitar, like 12 string beautifulness. I never yes. play it. Can you play 12 string? Have you played 12 string before? My grandfather does. He has one, but I've. It's a very specific sound, right? Yeah. I've yeah. never attempted i've seen one like guitar center and i've picked it up but like i just i can't wrap my mind around it to be honest do you have any interest in other instruments brass woodwinds like um i i feel like woodwinds would be cool but i just never like in school i, Dude, I did online school, sax so, like, solo on the next peyton song you know oh my goodness that would little be romantic insane. little romantic moonlight sax solo Right, yeah. Or clarinet, sure. Clarinet, that, that clarinet works too. Clarinet would be fire. Yeah, clarinet. Yeah. So you were, you didn't do like band or orchestra when you were in school? Mm -mm, no, yeah. No, nah, I just, uh, I taught like, taught myself guitar. That was like the thing. Um, and yeah, then I moved to piano. Um, and yeah, I feel like trumpet would be one that I would pick up next just because like a trumpet. I, I use trumpet sounds a lot, like horns, um, especially on like MIDI and stuff. Just all the way in the back, like as far back as you can go, just just so I can hear them and know right. they're there. Right. Um, but I feel like having like my own trumpet would be really sick. You're uh did you just finish high school? Did you graduate high school or yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so I'm, are you doing college because you don't need to, you know? So I actually like was thinking about this a little bit ago. I was 
interested in going to Berkeley. I mean, you like, have like the hats out, like they do for like the NF for like the football players, where you put a hat right now. Like I'm going to oh, this school. Yeah, yeah. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually got uh, drafted to yeah, yeah, yeah. NCAA. They, were, they so. recruited you, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, but no, what, what you were saying, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about Berkeley in Boston. Um, oh, but then it that's was real like, musical chops right there. You'll get some real. Yeah, but one of my um, producer friends um, went to Berkeley and he just graduated, actually. Um, but I, I was talking to him about it and he was like, you know, it is like it's a lot of money and like they teach you like everything. Like it, it's a thing, but like he was like kind of saying like I would really like work and like be super confident in your own style. So and you'd that, be able to like hammer out parts quickly. You would know yeah. like what goes with what you'd be able to like. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you would also, you would meet a ton of people there too. Yeah. No, for real. Ton like of there are some badass bands here in New York that started out as like Berkeley students and they met and then, then now they're like, you know, so right. totally. That's yeah, dope. That would, That's dope. That would be dope. All right, man. So we gotta, we gotta end this, but I really appreciate you coming on. And of course, bro. Do you, you got any new releases coming out during the summer? Um, any singles, any EPs, anything like that? Yes. Uh, for sure. Up next is single. Um, I think late June, early July probably is when we're shooting for it. Um, but yeah, it's super summer song. So it'll definitely be a great introduction to summer. Okay. Um, so nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks a lot, Peyton. We'll see you later. Thank you. Peace. All right. That's Peyton Moormeyer. His new single 3M is out now and he will be on tour this summer. And it'll be it for us here on It's Real with Jordan and Demi. Thank you for watching and listening. We will be back tomorrow. Demi will be back tomorrow with Richard Mark. So until then, we'll see you later.